You know if you dig a hole deep enough, then you can poop up? It's October 6, 2021. This is Rare Encounter, encounter number 65, and peeling the banana. I'm Abel Kirby. And rocking my socks off, I'm cold acid. <laughs> and it's another day in paradise for me. Maybe uh, oh, yeah? soon to be uh, soon to be something less than paradise. I don't know. I'm moving out of Ellicott City. It sounds like if you haven't heard the news. And uh, I heard you got a job. Yeah, I'm going to Ohio. So let's, we've got that uh, move. Oh, you can hang out with Drew Carey. That's a joke that I've heard about a dozen times now. Uh, it's I think it's the only Ohio joke people know. I mean, it's it's a uh, probably. I don't know. Is maybe he's just everywhere there. Drew Carey. To be everywhere. fair, the Drew Carey show was pretty good. It was, yeah, and it had Ryan Stiles in it. Yes, yes, it did. And they always had because Drew Carey and and Ryan Stiles were both on the Drew Carey show, and they were both on Whose Line Is It Anyway. And I remember the other guests, the other guys on Whose Line would make fun of them for uh, having two shows. I wish I had two shows. That kind of shit. It was great. They also made fun of him for his height. Yeah, his height. <laughs> But then he'd always make fun of Drew for anything that he could, and he'd always make fun of Ryan. Uh, no, not Ryan. That was Ryan. Col- Colin Mockery, Ryan yeah, Stein. They would all well. They'd all make fun of Colin Mockery for his uh, lack of hair. <laughs> oh man! Never for being Canadian, just for the lack of hair. Well, Ryan Stiles is Canadian too, isn't he? Is he? I think so. Well, you should know. Come have on. To look this up. Anyway, I'm gonna have to look this up. Well, you're looking that up. I just opened a Dos Equis, but it's the Amber Especial, which is something I got turned on to a little while ago by a uh, bartender at a Mexican restaurant. Told me I should try it. He said I'd like it. And I sh- I sure did. So every once in a while, I get one of these. I, I think I had one on the show last year, but uh, yeah. good call. I always like oh, the holy stuff. Holy shit, you were right. American Canadian actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he and he hated doing the hoedowns. <laughs> As he did. If I do another hoedown. Yeah, you know, whole there's a whole montage of him singing on there. It's a great YouTube find. If you want to pick me up when you're feeling down, go watch the outtakes of Whose Line Is It Anyway? It's a, it's a fun time. You don't even need to watch the outtakes. Just watch the regular clips from the show. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of clips, man, I brought too many fucking clips. I got so many clips. I got clips out the wazoo. I don't know what to well, do with Well, before we clips. get to those clips, we gotta we gotta cover some other things first. Uh huh. All right. Like, hey, like this- giving their cheers to our executive producer for tonight's show. What? Which is a Custom Hollow Book Company yet again. <laughs> custom Hollow through Book their Company. yeah through their website or one of their websites because they have several of them. This time the donation said freehollowbooks.com. Mm. But it's Custom Hollow Book Company because I I checked it out and yeah it's the same people behind it's both the sites. same people <laughs> CustomHollowBook.com. So is this a listener of the show or is this one of these uh, scattergun approaches to marketing where they just donate three bucks to a bunch of podcasts? I want to. I haven't I haven't heard any any donation notices on any of the other shows that don't have like a fifty dollar cutoff. Well, then this is a rare so, encounter so exclusive. They must be, yeah, they must be listening to us. We which, need, sh- which I mean, like, why? But thank you. <clears throat> yes, go to uh, freehollowbooks.com to get your free hollow book. Just use uh, coupon code Y. <laughs> Just, I, I, I assume that works. I don't know. It is a free hollow book, uh, so I don't know. 
Yeah, maybe, but there's maybe only free. one per month. You have to be the you have to be the one who wins that month to get oh, the free man. one. Coupon code Y, man. Well, thank you, Free Hollow Books or Custom Hollow Books or whoever you are. Yep. We also got another donation in. Uh, came in came in the day after last week's show, mm-hmm. and that's from Cotton Gin for three thirty three. Yeah. He he didn't really give us a message. He just said when I asked him for one, no message. I guess just keep it up. Thirty three <laughs> is a magic number, and no, I'm not associated with the other three thirty three donation lol. <laughs> there we go. I like that sound. I don't know. How I, I think it. that sounds pretty good. Oh, thank you, Cotton Gin. I appreciate it. I know Cold does too. Yep. It's what thank keep, you. It's what keeps the show going. Woohoo! All right. I gotta like I said. I gotta get some of these clips out of the way. Um. To start with, I mean, I just have a bunch of random news stuff, and the, the I, I got I gotta hear I gotta hear your clips with this uh, cringy news reporter lady. This, yeah, you didn't the, listen the, to the, it the picture. I used the picture for the for the Snake Girl semaphore before we started the show. <laughs> it's just like this expression on her face in this thumbnail from the video that you captured is just it's just amazing. All right, so this is from WENY in New York. It's a local station there, and they have. Uh, someone on out out visiting a haunted house. Ashley Cafaro, I think is how you say her, her name, and she's out. She's just the most excited reporter to be out at a uh, to be out at a haunted house in the middle of the daytime. By the way, so they're doing. Oh my god! Of, oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, well, she sounds like that. This. Excited. Oh that's her <laughs> so here let me let me just wow, play she, she's like she's like orgasming at the haunted house yeah we're gonna get clownsy peanut butter you know I'm, let me just play the whole thing and then i'll go into the ISA as i pull that out so here's the full report from her so we decided to take our cameras inside of the haunted theme park get ready to get your scream on the scary costumes i got the chills and also guess what we're going in their newest attraction the orphan house so come on follow me a news. Uh, a news. A news, a news lady. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh gosh! Wait, what? Are you getting all the clowns? Clownsy peanut butter? Oh my god, you made me drop my phone! Oh! You're the clown! Oh my gosh, stop it! You're gonna mess up my makeup! Oh my gosh. This is the report, by the way. This is this isn't like a montage I clipped together. This is just the the scatter cuts of them on the TV show. And she's going, she's talking to the people there, and she, she's just reacting. It's like, oh my god, clowns eat peanut butter. Thank you, Jesse. Hey, thank you. Hi. Have you any tickets? Have you any tickets then? Oh no, we're the news. <laughs> Excuse me for just a moment. What does that mean? What is your science homework? I didn't do it. What is that? All right, no, I don't want to do this, guys. Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't know what this is. Is this the bathroom? Oh, my God. I can't even see myself. Oh, gosh. All righty. Where are we going? Wait, we're going upstairs? Table. Yeah, that's what? usually what happens oh, no. when I go upstairs with a girl. That's <laughs> jeez. Oh my god. It is just a montage. There's, there's nothing going on in the video except her just reacting to stuff that's half off camera. So you didn't miss anything. It's just her making faces and screaming. But there's a bunch of weird ISOs I pulled out. You know, like here was the favorite. Here we is go. Is this the bathroom? <laughs> is this the bathroom? <laughs> 
Oh, God. Are you getting all the clowns? Are you getting all the clowns? Oh. Wait, why? <laughs> it's just so many stupid things. Oh, God, that was so Valley Girl. Yeah. Wait, why? Wait, why? But I think she's more of like a Queen's uh, flushing kind of thing. Uh, it, when you listen to her, I don't think she's Valley Girl. She's definitely like no, a... No, but the way the way she said what, what, that was just... Wait, that, why? Sound, yeah, that sounds like total Valley Girl. Yeah, there you go. And that's an orgasm. Uh, yep. Yep. Clownsy peanut butter? <gasps> I got an idea oh. now. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, that was it. That was the whole thing. I just saw it. I thought it was funny. That was uh, W-E-N-Y. And there was another... Uh, there's, like, three news stories. I'm just going to run through them, I guess, because I'm doing clips now. The other one was a little one-off from KSLA. This was about the Powerball jackpot drawing. And with the dude who looks stoned. With the dude who looks stoned, and the reporter's going to ask him, uh, well, if you win Powerball, what uh, what are you going to do with the money? And what do you think he says? Two chicks at the same time. What are you going to do with that money if you win? Well, I'm definitely going to get a, a new supercharged Mustang with dual exhaust and about five kilos of cocaine, and I'll be good to go. Okay, so you like cars. You like cars. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she just, like, completely ignores the, the five kilos of coke. <laughs> Indeed, the five kilos of coke. So. Uh, there's a funny guy uh, shows up in the in a convenience store. He's like in a Seven Eleven, uh, getting interviewed, buying Powerball tickets. Oh man! Um, the last story I had, uh, in, as far as these clip news stories go, uh, was KDVR, which is back in Denver. That was a station I used to watch down there. And this is about a crime-fighting meteor. Cool. So uh, the story is: there's a guy breaking into a truck, and at in the middle of the night. He's caught on security footage breaking in the truck. But what happens as he's trying to break in is there's a big fireball in the sky because there's a meteor that burned up uh, right above him. And it scared him the fuck out of there. Nice. And so here's the clip. It was pretty, uh, pretty crazy. The owner of this business got an alert early Sunday morning on his phone. Owner here showed me the video of somebody trying to steal a truck. At first, they thought the bright light seen in this video was a neighbor with a flashlight trying to scare off a thief. Made him jump out of the truck and take off. It turns out this bright light in the night sky above the building was seen by many people across the metro area and was later determined to be a meteor streaking across the sky. I didn't even know there was a meteor until I came here yesterday and he's like, look at this video. This meteor scared this guy off. I'm like, oh my gosh. There you go. Anywhere. Anywhere you are, a meteor could come after you. I think this guy had the yeah, right so idea. If I saw speaking a meteor, of meteors coming after you, I got a story. I got a story about that actually. All right, bring it up. Yeah. So apparently, they determined they determined just how God destroyed Sodom. Really, a giant space rock. Really, they, and the archaeologists still haven't figured out why people turned to salt from it. But uh, mm, lots wife. So, um, but apparently. Yeah, a giant space rock demolished an ancient Middle Eastern city, possibly inspiring the biblical story of Sodom. Hmm. From space.com. I forgot how I came across this. I was just like, probably just like hitting random shit. Hmm. That's the best way yeah, to so stumble. Yeah, so apparently, apparently this this was like, uh, it exploded like four kilometers uh, above the ground with enough power that... People who were far away were blinded by it, 
And the people that were the people that were like underneath where the blast happened were like immediately caught in fire or just like disintegrated because the the heat was like over two thousand degrees Celsius or three and three point six thousand freedom degrees. <laughs> Jeez. This is uh, always interesting when they find some historical evidence for something that, you know, it's either in a mythology or if it's, especially if it's in the Bible, I always appreciate that when they find, oh, here's something that, you know, was written down a long time ago. And then you start finding historical uh, evidence for it or archaeological evidence for it. It's a lot of fun. Apparently, apparently the blast was powerful enough that it knocked down the walls of Jericho uh, about a minute after everybody there in the city where the where this uh blew up were turned into particle matter hmm. so now there's two stories it's two different bible stories what else did this meteor do yeah but this this one didn't involve people walking around the the walls of jericho first oh different different story then different walls different falling yeah, yeah. those those walls were those walls came down a lot later Hmm. Jericho, Jericho and walls are not exactly a winning combination. Nope. Despite what the people of Jericho would have you think. Yeah. If someone gives you a business card and it says Jericho wall maker, you might want to double think that. Yeah. Find another contractor. <laughs> um, well, we're running down some of these stories. Did you see this one's, it's a more of a visual thing. I almost skipped it, but this unnecessarily sexy statue uh, unveiled in Italy that ass yeah it's a statue with an ass and they uh let me unfortunately it's from vice so i'm gonna link the vice article in the the story here in the uh rare encounter chat room and i guess i'll put it in no agenda chat um i apologize for the fact that that it's from vice um but there's a italian i i don't want to go into the, some of the politics of this and just say that there's a, a particular italian poem that was uh some people associated with socialism uh I guess it, it recounts some events in their life and to make a dedication for it, they decided they wanted to build a statue. And so they built a statue of the, the fictional woman who is in the poem or, you know, who appears in the story and everyone's upset. She's too hot. That's the thrust well, of the story is she should be ugly. She can't have a great ass. And uh, I don't nice know. Nice tits. It's yeah, it's kind of sad. Well, she still has a kind of masculine looking face. She like, does, yeah. She well, like a, I almost a Greta face, honestly. <laughs> like little... how Greta will look in another ten years from now. It doesn't bother me at all. The the no. thing is, it's the the complaining. You know, well, she's we can't have a we can't have a good looking statue. It has to be an ugly woman. I don't like that. Come on. But even like even paintings and such uh, of her that were made like. Back in the 1800s, it was like a beautiful young woman. Yeah. So it's like, deal with it. We know, we all know that Italians are horn dogs, right? It's <laughs> like, just that. That's what we're going for. I mean, like, they're almost as bad honestly, as the French. Honestly, we could use we could use some sexy bronze statues here in North America. Yeah, I'm all for this. I mean, we can take down uh, all the statues we want. We just have to put up hot statues to replace them with. Not modern art crap. I'm I'm 100 percent behind you on that. <laughs> and can we, if we can get no you know, pun uh, intended, we could get um, like Good Smile Company can provide the statues. 
Can we get like I'm, a I'm 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 good with that. Yes, <laughs> we can get some uh some one of these. But they're not they're statues. not really they don't really deal with bronze though. They deal more with like plastic and yep. rubber. PVC. It'll be PVC posable. Can we get a posable mm-hmm. statue <laughs> in Central Park? <laughs> uh, let's let's just a, make a life si- a life size posable statue of Aqua <laughs> of Aqua. <laughs> oh god! And just to make it just to make it better. It's also rigged up as a fountain. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That'd be a good one. Yeah. It's sad. Well, speaking of anime, we got some anime. Uh, I got some anime clips. Just a couple. You know what? I haven't I haven't actually gotten to start on any of this season's shows yet. Because what? I've been just, I've been swamped with work. I, like, I even worked on over the weekend this, uh, this weekend. Because we are like... N- unfortunately behind on this project with a hard deadline and i'm not going i'm not going to assign blame on anyone contractor <laughs> contractor but uh but yeah so i haven't even set up my torrents for this uh for this season yet so fortunately fortunately i am i am through like the first 5 volumes of 86 so anything that you've seen of uh of season two, I'll have already read in the books anyway. Yeah, so all I was going to bring up was they brought in episode 12, is what they call it, because they picked off season two, picked up right where season one left off. That's for sure. Yep. And uh, they go through the reestablishing the characters. You find out what really happened after the cliffhanger. Um, Teppy the cat's back, or they call the cat. The cat never really had a name before. But uh, there's a new uh, pet in, uh, what's her name's uh, apartment? Yeah, Thermopylae. So that's fun. Um, lots of just stuff. I guess there's a. It looks like there's a new faction involved in this war that we didn't hear about somehow until right now. So I don't know. It looks fun. I put some well, pictures in because, the, uh, the show notes. That's because San Magnolia didn't even know if any of the other countries out there were still around or not. Yeah. So I'm interested. I, I'm excited for '86 because that was always a fun show. Last time it went around uh, earlier this year. So. And then, of course, we yeah. didn't talk about it last week, but Higurashi just wrapped up the... Yep, so so how much violence was there? Surprisingly little. The last episode really took it tame, and it they resolved the, the two main characters, Sadako and Rika, they resolved all their differences by having a fist fight. <laughs> like a very a violent fist fight, and that was the most violent thing in there. And, uh, and I'm, looking, I'm looking at your pictures, yeah. and <laughs> after the fist fight... And they're picked up by their other friends. I see something incredibly lewd going on. Oh, yeah, there's a hand They're holding, holding hands. <laughs> they make up, and then they hold hands in the back of a car. Then then they say goodbye at a subway, uh, at a train station, and that's the end. It actually, I've never seen a season of Higurashi that ended with this kind of satisfaction. And I'm not saying it's a great ending or anything, like, from in the in the hall of great endings when you walk down and you see all oh, the great endings for all the books and oh it was rosebud was a sled okay there's all these different things that are great this one was just kind of satisfying it wrapped it up the you kind of know where the characters stand and it felt like there's some closure and there's never been that niggerashi it's always been some stupid shit at the end so i'm actually i'm gonna give um studio passion one of these little hand clap because they uh, actually did something i enjoy i was sketchy on that for a little bit but they pulled it out at the end so i like it yeah well ryukishi 07 isn't isn't like exactly a uh 
Arasugawa Prize winner, right? No. So, no. so wouldn't be expecting wouldn't be expecting something that grand of an ending. He's uh, kind of famous for kind of dumb things happening in his stories too. So you could tell Studio yes. Studio Passion's writers, I think, took the reins a little bit on this one. Is my sense, uh, and they kind of took it away. Maybe, I don't know what he wanted to do, but they kind of rolled it back in and made it a TV friendly happy ending. So. I like it. It was fun. But I had some other anime. Actually, I have some dub clips. And we haven't done this in a while, but I had uh, oh, shit. some clips. I, I just want to play one of these, and uh, you tell me what the anime... Yeah, hit me with your dub clips. All right, let me play one of these first. This does not look good. I'm playing butt games with a child. Come on, give me your ass, kid. I'm going to put my fingers in it. Please! They're going to think I'm a criminal. A pervy criminal who likes tying little kids up. All right, name the what show. What the fuck? Name the show, Cold Acid. Uh, um. And by was it that? Was it that one with the uh, with the ex mercenary chick who wanted to be a maid to the little girl? No, 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 no. This is one you recommended to me personally. Let me do another one. How about here's another one? No localized version for a game this popular. Japanese versions can cost almost double the normal price. They're taking advantage of my weakness! Fine, I'll buy it! Happens every time. I recommended this to you? Yeah! Well, you didn't recommend the dub version. The dub version didn't exist. I'll give you another one. The best part is when the aliens start operating on his legs with a buzzsaw and you can see all the veins spill out! Ultraviolence for world peace. Come on! Uh, no, this is like too far out from- Ultraviolence for anything. world peace. Come on. It's Chio's School Road! Oh my god, this, that's the dub for it? <laughs> that's the dub for Chio's School Road. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so they're walking. I, ha I have the feeling they took some liberties. No, the same gags were in the... I watched it subbed, and it's the same gags. They're translated pretty well. Oh. It's the same... I, I did a, They did a good job. Uh, you could clip every other... Ep you know, every episode of this, you could probably get six clips out of. Everything is ridiculous. They had uh Well, yeah, the the show the show and the original manga are pretty ridiculous. It's uh it's you know slapstick kind of stuff where they have the What's wrong with dudes who brood and don't shave? Can't we give them a chance to be a hero? Yeah, can't they be a hero too? <laughs> Kabaddi stuff. Yeah. I only did a couple clips, but that was great. I like the the butt games one I wanted to I when I heard that I had to clip it and bring it to the show. So yes. yeah, that one that one's just disturbing. Very very well clipped. Thank you. Yeah. The um, what else did I do? Oh, I got one more. This is this is this is a throwaway. Be gone, you lazy slut bag! What good are you to me now? Bitch, you got no power. Yeah, that's that's Penny Stark and Garter Bell. It's a random ah, clip. I, I never watched that to be honest. Yeah. I watched it when it was uh subtitled. I never watched the dub that they aired on Cartoon Network. So Be gone, you slut bag. You have no power here. <laughs> is that it for your clips? You don't have any more? Yep. Let me go down the list. That is all I'm all clipped out. Oh jeez. I think that's everything. I burned I burned him fast because I wanted to, so. Okay. What do you well, got? I got a few I got uh New potatoes. <gasps> potato news? Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing the potato news today. <laughs> All right, hit me with some potato news. Yeah, so, bag. so apparently, apparently they've come up with a new potato cultivar that, that grows better 
in cold environments. It's it's frost resistant, so it can be it can be grown in places like the hills of Idaho and in Peru. And there's less worry about like a snap frost killing off the crop. So what they did, like this was this was a team of scientists from different from different places, including including in Peru, uh, University of Wisconsin, uh, U.S. Potato Gene Bank, and they started off with they started off with picking a couple of wild potato species from South America. And then hybridized them with some other with some other potatoes out of the potato gene bank mm-hmm. to come up with a new a new cultivar that is uh, cold tolerant. And they tested it using using like natural frost, uh, sticking sticking them overnight in a freezer and stuff like that, and doing lab tests to determine like how much cell damage the potatoes got mm-hmm. and so they ended up with it called winye w-i-n with the tilde a-y and then in peru they did further testing by actually planting the potato in different areas and showed good yields it showed that it was hardy against the frost and that both farmers and consumers accepted them uh siberian potato is now best potato we have potato. Oh, speaking cold. speaking of Siberian potatoes, I hear that potato prices in Russia keep going up. Uh, cold potato, no problem. They're making too much vodka with the potatoes. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with the potatoes in Russia, in motherland? I just saw. Yeah, I just saw that uh, that there was another article. I didn't bother looking at it about the price of potatoes uh, the going, price up. going up. Yeah. Yeah. Serbian potatoes. So yeah, the, the the organizations responsible for this new potato variant are the Agricultural Research Service of the USDA, International Potato Center, or the Centro Internacional de la Papa in Peru. Yeah. And University of Wisconsin at Madison. It's all the big players in the potato world. This is great. Oh yeah. It it's uh it's some potato pros for sure. <laughs> PotatoPro.com is where we get all all our potato news on Rear Encounter. And in it? fact, that's where I did find this. Oh, yeah. It's the site that keeps on giving. You expect it to be like, it's potato, just potatoes. But then there's so much other shit on there, too. Now, this was a potato story, but you can get on to stories about import-export laws and trade deals and machinery and machine learning and all, you know, new technology shows up on there, too. Sometimes mm-hmm. weird marketing stuff. It's such a, I don't want to say mis, mishmash because that's uh, too much of a pun, but so many different kinds of things. Potato things. And by the way, the Potato Gene Bank, what was what they call it? Yeah, the U.S. Potato Gene Bank. Yeah, we have another word for that. It's called my stomach. Okay. Because <laughs> I eat those. Mm, nom. Well, we had a sad story about Giznep. Or an angry, maybe it's an angry story. I get angry when I read this. Angry story, yeah. I, I, when I, when I went through this myself, yeah. So yeah, Disney, fucking Disney. Uh, these so guys. yeah, they're well known for putting fantasies on the big screen. But here's another Disney fantasy: getting paid royalties from them. Yeah, fuckers. 
So this is a story there. The SF SWIFTWA, I think is how they pronounce it. The SFWA, which is the Science yeah, Fiction the Science Fantasy, Fiction Re- Fantasy Writers of America. They they're a professional organization, not unlike you know the TV Writers Association. It's a professional organization, and there's some other unions. It's a bit different because the the one for TV writers is an actual like union. It's more than just um, the science fiction and fantasy guys. There's a bunch of different groups and some of them i believe are unions who are all part of this we won't say yeah lawsuit, but uh, uh, swiftwa isn't it's just a it's just a writer's association yep yeah, but they have a lot of people going after disney for this they're getting the pr push out and i'm glad to help so the story is it's mainly about star wars but there's other properties in here too mostly when disney licensed or bought all the the rights to the lucasfilm properties uh, this is like mm-hmm. Star Wars, Indiana Jones, stuff like that. They also took, and also, I'm sorry, I should also say, it's not just Lucasfilm, it's 20th Century Fox, there's some Marvel stuff, there's some Dark Horse comic stuff that they licensed, where yep. they said, oh, well, we bought all the rights to that, yeah, cool, we have the rights, and so we're just going to print it. And and they said, well, we didn't buy the liabilities when we bought the rights, so we don't have to pay you royalties anymore. Yeah, I don't think it fucking works that way. No, I don't think it does either. It's such a shit bag of a story for uh, for Disney. But what do you expect from the mouse? Not much. So just, just piles of rat shit. The bottom line is when you get royalties from a big company like this, usually you rely on that company to account for all the sales and you rely on them to not just lie in their reporting to you and to write you a check that accurately represents what you're owed and in this case because it's so one-sided if you don't get your check from disney you have to kind of beg and if you want to drop a lawsuit it's hard to get for example how much money do they even owe you i don't know because you have to rely on them for reporting so it's uh it's such a boondoggle the way that rights and royalties are set up right now uh yeah the rights holder just fucks it's just like music too you know they just fuck people over and looks like disney just decided yeah, we, we're just not going to pay royalties anymore. And we'll get away well, with it Di- just Disney up until has they... always been Disney has always been part of the Hollywood fuck the creator machine. Yep. And these aren't... Some of these are extended universe things, but these are like the novelization of Alien and Aliens uh, was the guy who wrote that. I, I don't have the name in, uh, in front of me, but he had a big essay he put out about it. The uh, guys who did... I think it was the same guy did the novelization of Star Wars... And Splinter of the Mind's Eye and some other, you know, kind of famous books. I mean, I read the book for Star Wars before I saw the movies uh, in a row, at least, I think. I'm trying to try to remember. Maybe I saw them on VHS before that, but it's, um, I don't know. It just makes me angry, man. I get angry and I sound like this. That's me angry. Me angry It sounds more like this. Oh, man. All right, no, I don't want to do this, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Ashley. I think between uh, between that clip and my scream just now, we just gave uh, Darren and Larry some content for their next episode of Planet oh, Rage. Oh! <laughs> Wait, why? Wait, what? <laughs> oh god! So there's your Disney uh, scam up the Giznep. I just want to call him Giznep. Dis- it... Disney. Disney. Dysentery. Disney dysentery, ma'am. Yeah. That's disgusting. Ah, man. You don't know what's in that mouse feed. It could be anything. You could get squirrel pox from it. 
It's full of bullshit. That's what it's full of. Yeah. Well, running down the list, we had some podcasts. Speaking of uh, Planet Rage. Yeah. Um, Let's hear that podcast news. Well, I got podcasts run down the list. We got Behind the Schemes number 65. I'm the public radio now. We're behind the schemes. Declared themselves public radio. We're more public radio than NPR. Sweet. Which is fun. Uh, what was Stan at? I'm trying to remember. Booberry had something he said on the show. It was a, um, I was, he was reading out something. It was like the inventors of different technologies or something. And he said the electro inflanogram or something along the lines of that. It is, I listened to it and I heard him say it. I said, what the fuck is he talking about? What's an electro inflanogram? Cold acid. What's an electro inflanogram? I've never heard of an electro inflamogram. I think I've heard of electrocephalograms. I think that's what he was I've to say. heard of electrocardiograms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it was an electroencephalogram. Uh, is it ence- I think it's encephalogram. Hmm. Yes. I should get my pronunciation right before I criticize others. As Billy Joel said, something about glass houses. What? Uh, bowl after bowl had episode 107. Toilets higher up. And uh, I don't that, like it when toilets are higher up. Toilets should be down. It makes it, makes it hard. It, yeah. It may, well, they shouldn't be too down because then eventually you're just squatting. Then you're poop. They should be. They should be at nice a nice level so that you can sit down and have a nice, comfortable shit. You know, if you dig a hole deep enough, then you can poop up. What? If you dig a hole, how deep- does that work? Well, you, you dig a hole deep enough, and if you keep going down through the earth, then eventually the center mass of the earth is above you, and so you can poop up. I'm telling you, it's a thing. I don't, I don't. I don't think so. First of all, if you dug deep enough for that, you'd have bigger problems on your hand than laying a deuce, such as like the entire pressure of the Earth's core roaring up into your face, into your butt. That's a lot of. That's a lot of hot molten lava metal. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Oh. That's what it sounds like with the molten metal up your butt. In your face and up your butt uh, at the man. same time. Yeah. So we had boostograms. I guess you're coming to bowl after bowl next week. Man, they're going to get boostograms. We don't even have value for value. Well, uh, streaming sats, I should say. We are value for value. We don't I, have our streaming starting, sats on. I'm starting to think that I might just go for one of those, like, some $10 a year whatever node services. All right. Here's, here's something that we can do. Because of the way that the system works, let's say you do because all the PayPal transactions go to you. Like they, they, I don't see it. I don't even know about these until you tell me. What if yeah. you do all the PayPal stuff and I do all the Bitcoin stuff? Well, I really should have my own, like my own Lightning address, anyways. You right? should, but you don't yet. Yeah. So, so here's here's my idea, Sir Spencer. <laughs> since you're so hot on this stuff. How about you start a service where we can rent nodes from you for like three thirty three a month? Cole, I can run it. I have a node. I can just do it and give you your split. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll oh, take this on. offline. We'll figure, the, ah. we'll figure this out. I'm tr- okay, fine. Uh, so Bull After Bull's doing boostograms next week. Uh, that's kind of one of the things I want uh, to get on this show is the boostograms. Boop, boop, boostograms. Now I've only got a couple. Boostgram. It's Boostgram Corner. I'm Abel Kirby, and you could trust me. That's how I started a podcast once. Oh my god! 
Uh, what else do we have? Hog Story had their uh, episode 224, Second Duke. They had... <laughs> you know what they had at the beginning of that show as a clip I almost brought to this show? Uh, they yeah. scooped they scoop me, though. Uh, I heard it on their show, and I, I, I didn't do it, which is this woman who rear-ended someone's car and then tries to blame them for it. Oh, yeah, that crazy <laughs> bitch. <laughs> that was fun. I saw that video, and then I, I, I was going to clip it, but then I heard it on Hog Story. I said, ah, I got it. Ah, well. That's fun. Hog story. Well, it's, also it's more their to, content than ours, anyways. Yeah, that's, that's, that's more. That's more hog story sort of thing. I mean, some of this stuff is kind of hog. Like this, like the thing about clowns eating peanut butter. That's kind of a hog story bit. Okay, yeah, that is that is a bit of a hog that's, story bit. But we did we did get that because like dumb news things <laughs> are kind of one of our things. Anyway, yeah. dumb news, man. What about Planet Rage? You listen to that? I yeah, but I listened to. I've, I've I mostly mostly it was what the it was Keith Olbermann. I think was yeah, the last episode. He, yeah, I actually I actually said something about it when I saw Larry post uh do like a post about the about the episode where he's calling where he's calling Olbermann a pompous ass. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, he's such a pompous ass. His ass itself is pompous, <laughs> or something like that. I don't like Keith, and it's... I don't think anybody likes him. It's not my idea of fun to listen to someone complain about Keith either, because it's, it's like, okay, we all know who this guy is. I don't need to be told about it again. I don't know. It didn't seem appealing. Uh, I but I guess that's Planet it. Rage. I guess the thing is, if I listened to it, I would probably get angry, but I <laughs> I did listen to uh, to uh, Angry Tech News, which, I, funny enough, didn't make me angry. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Sir Bemrose, that means you're not trying hard enough. Well, you may be angry, but you got to get us angry too. I just thought it was a fun news show. Like I don't care what it Apple is. does, you know. I don't care. But some of these these stories are like people who deserve to get fucked over because you know they're they're. I don't know. It's just. I still I still miss the interplay between Darren and Ryan back in the Grumpy Old Ben days mm. when when they'd bring something up and it had a connection to politics it wasn't just tech and like they would actually like hash out the subject between each other <laughs> because they're slut bags a serpent in the chat here no they're not slut bags <laughs> slut bags be gone you lazy slut bag there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh PSG is another show you could just go clip it for days. It's it's actually tiring though because PSG, if you watch it, it's every single line is like a meaningless one-liner. Uh, Chio School wrote actually his story, so I think they did a better job with that. Yeah, but as far as clipping anime goes, oh man. So hey, did you did you hear that they finally figured out who? They finally figured out the identity of the Zodiac Killer. I heard. I, I didn't hear th who the identity was. I saw that uh, go across my screen, though. So what's, yeah, tell me about was, this. Uh, so apparently he was a guy called Gary Francis Post, and he died back in 2018. Oh, Francis. Not only that, end. not only that, but they identified another murder that he committed. Hmm. That was before his Zodiac Killer days. <laughs> Okay, and yeah. I'm I'm not familiar with all the Zodiac Killer stuff, but here's what I know about it. Uh, he was a serial killer, and then he eventually started writing these coded messages to news agencies and police stations or something. 
with yeah. this special code and no one could decipher it. And it might have just been something he made up, like a fake code that didn't mean anything. Apparently, apparently there's two things. First of all is that uh, photographs of him, the scars on his forehead matched the scars on the forehead from the Zodiac Killer uh, description pictures. Okay. Right? Like, you know how, like... Oh, the sketch like artist. One of his victims didn't die, right? One of them was seriously wounded but survived, oh. and they were able to get a... They were able to get a description of what he looked like. For the Zodiac wound at the time. Yeah. So anyway, they determined they determined that yeah, the the forehead scars pretty much matched. Plus, from what I've also heard, is that is that at least one of the Zodiac Killer letters, it turns out that the key to decrypt it was his full name. Really? Yeah. That's weird. So it's something it's something that unless you knew it was him, you'd never get. Very clever. Very clever indeed. It's amusing how frequently cold acid says apparently says Lauren. Laren? Wait a minute. That's not Lorian. That's Laren. Laren. And yes, I, I overuse apparently. Uh, I know. Funny. I'm I'm bad for that. Apparently, apparently. so. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Um uh actually it says servo. Actually, actually, you gotta actually, have, you gotta have the, yeah, actually, you have the spit like the. Uh, actually, I need more. Hilarious. I need more hair on my neck as well. Oh man, for that, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh huh, yeah. You know what it is, black and yellow. Okay, never mind. Hey, we could do one of those mumble rap things. I think we could. We could do a rap song. You and I, we could do a rap song. I we think we could, could, but I don't. I'm. I don't think it would really work out too well because I'm only really good at extra, extemporaneous rap when I'm angry, leaving voicemails for a Hog Story. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's too bad. It's too I know. bad, man. But I laid down those rhymes like a mofo <laughs> those times. Did those rhymes just in time? Oh yeah, they. Well, what uh, what else do we got going on? Coming up on my schedule, I'm gonna be up in New Hampshire. It sounds like, looks like uh, Sir Spencer is gonna be spinning New through my sp New Hampshire. I think Sir Spencer and uh, Dame Delorean are gonna be swinging by. I might meet up with them. It sounds like I'm gonna meet up with them this weekend. So that'll be fun. I'll have a report next time. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Drive by. Hopefully Some they don't bulls do it. with the buds. As hopefully they they don't do a drive by. Uh, <laughs> No, that's 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 an inner city thing, isn't it? Not around here, man. You do a drive by oh, right shit. in the suburbs. That's all you need. So we had one a little while ago at the mall, of all places, uh, and then we had another one at some house that was down the road, where someone just drove down the road and they fired a bunch of bullets into a house, and they ended up killing. Oh, it was bad. I don't want to say too much because it's a really depressing story, but it's like they killed a pregnant woman with it. Drive by, Damn. man. Yeah, it, it was fucking. And there's bounties out for anyone who knows anything. But I mean, drive bys are like. But nobody ever speaks up. No, even it, if they know. So they they had uh, they had the police bounty, and then uh, what was the other group? Not not icons. That's the Irish one. Um, I can't remember the name of the organization. It was uh, another group put out an extra bounty on top of the bounty that was out there. I can't remember the name now. 
Bounty on the bounty on the bounty. A bounty on the bounty. They had a bunch of money out for anyone who could say anything that happened. And it was un- to this day unsolved. So it's all kinds of weird stuff going on in uh, in Baltimore the, or this area. I, sh- I should say it's not Baltimore. None of this was Baltimore proper. This is in the suburbs where I live. But I was looking at Ohio. Man, Ohio news is kind of sketchy. <laughs> There's some weird videos, man. You go want to see some some. Uh, unusual things just put ohio in youtube and start clicking through i found one video i can imagine i you, i found a uh video of it was called columbus hoods at night and it was a dash cam video with sound you know exterior sound on the on the car rolling through probably 10 p.m 11 p.m close to midnight rolling through different hoods in the east side of columbus which is not the side that you want to be on and just looking at the shenanigans going on, and, uh, it didn't look, actually, I, I should take it back. It didn't look that bad, but it's a lot of, it looks like a payday loan place with a bunch of people hanging out outside. Even They're not there to get a loan. They're just hanging out by it. You know, it's like, I don't know. They're, 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 they're there to get other people's loans. <laughs> well, the thing about these loans is I don't think they pay them back. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. New England meetup. I don't know. There might be a New England meetup. I might be going to New England too. I was going to go visit. Well, isn't uh, New Hampshire part of New England? Yeah, New England is New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and like half of Connecticut, depending, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not half of Connecticut. Well, the east half. Okay. The I, uh, I, It could have been, been like the north or the south half. Who knows, right? No, no. It's definitely the east, the, uh, the east half, because the west half, you start getting Yankees fans, and that's how you know <laughs> you've gone too that's far. That's how you know you're no longer in New England. Yeah, you don't want to be over there. Yeah, the the half that we don't talk about says cotton gin. Yep, that's yeah. it. Yeah. What about you? You had you had an addition to your family. I think I saw No Agenda Social. Yep, yep. I've got a adorable little kitten named Flynn. <laughs> Flynn. Despite the name, Flynn is a girl. Aha. Yeah. And what kind of they kitten? named her? I didn't. Aha. So this is an adopted kitten. Yep, this is an adopted kitten. A laser pointer loving kitten. Oh yeah, I had her. I had her going, uh, going nuts before, before the show today. Yeah. And I don't know. I haven't had a cat in so long. We used to have cats growing up, uh, and I had a cat she, with my she's roommate. An adorable you know, little calico, calico cat. Yeah, I saw you post a bunch of pictures. It's a cute cat. Yeah, she cute. is. And I wish that she wouldn't try walking over me and scratching me and poking me with her claws while i'm trying to sleep at night <laughs> that might be too much to ask for a cat yeah it does seem that way yeah yeah i don't know yeah, any... she, she's still adorable and and i treat i treat her well definitely better than she treats me <laughs> yeah that's that's a relationship with a cat i think it is it's all indoor oh yeah i'm i'm keeping her indoor yeah it's uh, easier. It's easier to keep track of them that way, and it means less vet costs because they don't need as many shots, and they're less likely to get sick from various things they just come across and eat. Yeah, squirrel pox. Let's bring, talk about squirrel pox for a second, man. Yeah, fuck squirrel pox. I want squirrel pox. That stuff is in all those brown squirrels. I'm told, or the gray squirrels. Somehow this came across my desk. I was I saw a squirrel outside today, and it had lesions on it. Is the only way I can describe it. And I, all I can think about is squirrel pox. So man, that is a, a nasty poxy little squirrel. It was it, like like a plague victim. It was a plaguey squirrel. 
It just made That's me nervous, man. It looked, it looked like a sick gray squirrel. It's, ah, great. It's going around. I'm going to get squirrel pox and die. Well, I'll, I hope you don't. Because <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be hard to find somebody to replace you on the show. Ah, bees. You just flip a... Spin the, uh, spin the compass around and just walk 10 feet in whatever direction it points. Which is, I'll just, I'll which just, is north, uh, I guess, because that's how compasses work. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just hijack Sir Bemrose if it happens. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to try and do a pre-recorded, because I'm going to have to move again. The last move I did on the show was uh, not bad because I scheduled it around it, but it was just across town. This one's cross-country, and so this will be my, what, third move in two years, and two of those moves were cross-country. <laughs> God yeah, damn, I am. Uh, that's something, yeah. I'm so sick of moving right now. I don't want to move again. I'm just. Ugh, this is garbage. This is garbage. I, I, yeah, I would not want to move either, no. honestly. Well, you would if I you mean, lived like... where I live, so. Okay, yeah, fair enough. And yeah, if I, if I had a chance to become a U.S. resident and live in Idaho, I would probably jump on that. Yeah, the potatoes, man. Just look at the potatoes. I'm also thinking about the guns and the government there and that sort of thing. Uh, Idaho seems to be a good place for for paranoid people to settle down and build a compound. I had maybe I don't know. I was in Boise. Here's my Boise story: is I was living in Colorado and I was traveling around, and so I ended up one night in Boise, and I stayed in a hotel, and they had the news. They had a little bar downstairs, and they had newspapers from. Uh, all the local papers. So I pick one up. I'm, I'm the only one there. So I'm like, I had a Budweiser and I'm reading a newspaper after driving for six hours or 10 hours or whatever. And I'm reading it and they have a story about, oh, we're going to put this new traffic pattern in, in the middle of Boise. It's going to be this new special kind of turn lane that uh, we're, it's going to replace the old turn lane and traffic flow is going to be great just by doing this traffic pattern. And so that's why you need to uh, just applaud when you see your, co when you see your local towns, uh, what are they, the ombudsman, what are the hell do they call them? Uh, aldermen? Not aldermen, uh, whatever they're called, the 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 city governors. What, oh, you should just thank them for how great they are, you know? And, and anyway, they listed an example of this traffic pattern. It's just been successfully used in like two other places. And one of them was Loveland, Colorado. And I remember looking at the paper, and I, I read it like twice. I said, wait a minute, Loveland, Colorado, the traffic there sucks. What is this? This is like, they printed in the paper, like, oh, we want a traffic pattern just like Loveland. What? Loveland sucks to drive in. What are you talking about? So I don't know. That's It's a dumb story, but it was, uh, well, it, it's like. They're promoting the idea of this shitty traffic pattern based on the idea that some town they're just sort of hoping that no one else knows about did it. Well, Boise you know. is like the only Democrat area in the state, so it makes sense that they'd want horrible traffic and bad roads. Yeah, it's... You know what? I not, to, not to bring politics into things, but I do enjoy that particular meme about Democrat cities. They also have a smell about Idaho. There's, an, there's a unique smell to the soil. And it smells like potatoes. Well, I would assume that's because they grow so many potatoes there. Well, it's. I think the potatoes, if you buy a bag of Orida potatoes and they're actually grown in Idaho, it smells like the soil there because there's little bits of soil on it, right? And yeah. so when I when I got to, the first time I was in Idaho, I started, I rolled down my window and said, whoa, it's, you know, smells bring you back someplace. It's, wow, this smells exactly like a sack of potatoes. 
It's a fun place to be. It's a nice smell, I have to say. I do like the smell of potatoes. Don't y'all? Is is that your ideal place you'd want to live? Well, yeah, because Texas is too hot for me. <laughs> that is that. Have you ever been to uh, Idaho? No, I haven't, actually. That's a good time. I've to... been to Texas, though. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. When were you in Texas? Years ago. Uh... Er, went on went on a cruise with a girlfriend at the time. Uh, she was really big into cruises and had no problem with spending other people's money. And so she bought a ticket for me to go on a cruise with her. Oh, good. Where'd you end up? Like Corpus and Christi or Galveston or something? Out out of Galveston. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we flew into we flew into Houston and we drove down to Galveston. We stayed overnight in some uh, in some hotel there that was built out of like a converted uh, industrial building. Oh, a hotel. And then the next day we went on the cruise. <laughs> yeah, man, I could never. I thought about Texas. I had a job opportunity there a little while ago. I turned the thing down. I'm not sure I can do it. Ohio, like I'm I said, it is it is too damn hot there. I'm, this was February, and I was fucking sweating. <laughs> well, you are Canadian. That's true. I am. <laughs> hey, I'm crossing my fingers for Ohio. I've been to Ohio a couple times. Uh, nothing but good experiences. I mean, I, yeah, and, it's, and it's just a boat ride away from Ontario. <laughs> it is. Uh, if I get up to Erie, I think I can get on the lake there. Uh, yeah, and there's there's actual ferry service to Peely Island from uh, from uh, the uh, from the coast in Idaho. Yeah, Idaho, Utah. Uh, we got the low hanging fruit here, man. Yeah, I gotta harvest the low hanging fruit before it's gonna go bad if I don't pick it. Oh, I could say something, but it would be lewd. <laughs> yeah, so from Sandusky in Port Clinton, you can. Uh, you can take ferries out, or no, not from Port Clinton, just Sandusky by the look of things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you can take a uh, a ferry from Sandusky to Peely Island in Ontario. And then from there, you could take another ferry to get you to Kingsville or Leamington, Ontario. Hmm. There's a lot of ferries. A lot of ferries going on up there. Well, I mean... It's cheaper than flying into an island in the middle of Lake yeah. Erie. I've only been on one or two before. Uh, what was it Lake Champlain, I think? Crossing over uh, to get to New York from Vermont. I've been on a few different ferries. The last one that I remember was actually going from Nanaimo to Vancouver. Nanaimo. I don't that know where that is. After, that was after my youngest brother's wedding. Oh, uh, let me let me ask you a question about uh, Vancouver. Yeah, is it so Vancouver Island? It's like a three hundred mile island that's on the you know the way west coast, right? Yeah. When was the bridge? Was there a bridge to that that was built in the seventies or something? Like it didn't have a bridge for a long time. Is that true? No, there is no there is no bridge to Vancouver Island. Was there ever one at all? Not to my knowledge. Hmm. Interesting. I was trying not to... even not even to not even to like any of the big islands that are right nearby. Someone said that and I couldn't I tried to do research on it. I, I couldn't someone said, oh, they built a bridge or whatever. And I couldn't find a reference to it. And so I was I was like, well, am I just dumb? I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I, uh, I was confused. 
Yeah, if there's any bridges on Vancouver Island, it's for, like, inner waters or, or like, to a small island that otherwise, like, like, it's close enough that you could just do a bridge like you normally would. Okay. But, yeah, there's no, there's no bridges to the mainland. There's no bridges to any other big islands. If you want, if you want to get to Vancouver Island, you're either flying in or you're taking a ferry from somewhere. Oh man! So I was lied to, is what I'm getting. All Sounds right, like no, it. I don't want to do this, guys. No, <laughs> I don't want to do this at all. Vancouver? Why? Oh, here's a story. Why Vancouver Island will never get a bridge to the mainland? Okay, uh, that's fine. I don't care that much about it. <laughs> it's probably because it would cost too much and not get enough use to be worth it. Yeah. It's the same. Re- it's the same reason there's no land connection between Newfoundland and Labrador. Yeah, I can see that. In fact, in fact, there isn't even a real fi- direct. Fi- there isn't a direct ferry connection from Newfoundland to Labrador. You actually have to. You actually have to go to Blanc Sablon in Quebec, just on the just on the Quebec side of the Quebec Labrador border. Mm. And take a ferry from there to get you to various points on Newfoundland. Yeah, I'm bummed out that I can't go on, you know, a tour. There's a lot of places in Canada I've always wanted to go. Uh, you know, like it's Prince Edward Island. You read about it in books and hear about it and, you know, and then Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. We used to have, there's some sayings in New England about them where we make fun of them for being poor. Um, Prince Edward Island has a bridge to it. I didn't know that. Yeah. It must be kind of new because uh, in, uh, what was I it? I think uh, it th- opened in 98. Confederation it, Bridge. It, with, um, and it was it Anne of Green Gables? I'm trying to think. That was Prince Edward Island, right? Yeah, that was Prince Edward Island. Yeah, he loses his, uh, loses his stuff on the ferry because the boat goes down. Ah, spoiler alert. Ah, they didn't have a bridge back then. Huh. Oh, it, it didn't open in 98. It opened in 97. Hmm. So they've had they've had a bridge they've had a bridge link to Prince Edward Island now for yeah definitely over twenty years yeah. almost twenty five. Uh, there's all the folk songs too, you know. You hear about Stan Rogers singing a singing a song about different regions up there, different towns and things like that. It's like, oh, I'd like to go on a tour. You know, I went down to key west because i was listening to like jimmy buffett and uh david allen co and they make references in their songs to specific places i need to go down and find where that place is i'm not even sure it's real or not i just have to go check it out uh, you know <laughs> key west does exist though. well it wasn't key west it was it was some particular street corner or something like that uh duval street which is i didn't even know if duval street was real or not until i got there so, oh there it is yep it's the main drag cool i learned this in a song but I want to. I wanted to do that, and it's just the fucking borders closed, ish. You know, there's people who who go through, and then they get trapped for 14 days. Or so. it's like, fuck that. I'm not gonna do it. And they try and jab you, whether you want it or not. I've got the in the back of my head all this stuff that I want to do that I can't, especially because I can't. It makes me want to do it more. Yeah, I understand that. It's kind of like a clown eating peanut butter. Clowns eat peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> They sure do. Uh, the king of the terrible segues here. Yeah. Well, I got one more thing before we wrap. Yeah, let's do that then. Yeah. So, do you did you ever see 
Did you ever actually have access to computer mags from the 1980s? From the 80s? From the 80s. You know, like, like compute and bite magazine of those of those ages i've read parts of those magazines i've never physically had one okay well i came across this article from a guy who i follow on various on various networks including including now substack Mm -hmm. uh his name's brian lunduke and he posted on substack about these advertisements for the commodore 64 from the 80s mm-hmm. that to this day still still make him want to get one to go out and buy one i mean not that that's possible anymore but yeah it's like these great ads from uh, from that era they're pretty cool to look at cool yeah and all this stuff that was available on the back then you know you know how i'm like this huge retro computing nerd right so of course this this caught my attention. Well, did you see? Um, I think it was an Amiga program that let you listen to podcasts. Was that it? If you have an Amiga, you can listen to podcasts. Yeah, Media now. Vault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know the guy who made it, kind of, because we both worked on another Amiga program called iGame. <laughs> I contribute. I contributed some work to it. He's contributed some work to it, and the only. Re- like, this app is only available on Amiga OS 4. It's not available on the on the 68K Amigas because a particular library that he uses isn't yet available or and may never be for Amiga OS 3 and older. It's, uh, it's the Janssen JSON library. Hmm. And so hopefully, hopefully something will, something will come across that, uh, that we can either port the library so that it will work with OS three, or or we find one that does the does the same job that already does. But right now, it it doesn't look like it it doesn't look like you'd be able to listen to podcasts on a classic Amiga. Hmm. You need one of these uh, PowerPC Amigas to do it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I think that's gonna wrap us up for today. Yeah, my, I think that's it. There. Your button. My button. I'm double button. button. I'm already double button because I got two butts. Yeah. NA, NA stream, no agenda stream. Rare encounter, rareencounter.net. And until next time, I've been Abel Kirby on the electroencephalogram. I've been cold acid. Adios. Adios. I had a gun woman. But she lay down, honey, and died. Oh, I had a good woman. But she lay down and died. Don't you know everybody tell me she wasn't satisfied?